I loved this house we walked through today. Is it going to be the exact same? I mean, can I get it just like that? Well, that's what we're talking about today. Welcome to the Utah Real Estate Show podcast, the show where two agents and a lender teach real estate best practices by talking through mistakes we've seen and made. Where you're not trying to be rude, but you're... Yeah, so we're trying to avoid confusion. This happened on a transaction that we literally got under contract yesterday. And we and there was some confusion about what was included and what wasn't. And when it finally came down to it, there was a disagreement about from the buyer and seller what was included and what wasn't. It's, Hello and welcome to another episode of the Utah Real Estate Show. I'm Tyler Kazare, Utah Real Estate Agent. Jason Christiansen, Mortgage Lender. Eric West, Utah Real Estate Agent. And before we do anything else uh, in our episode today, we have to make an announcement. And this is really cool. In a couple of weeks, we're going to do the Hot Wings Challenge. We were we were challenged, so we're bringing Joel back. And we're eating hot wings while we talk about progressively real hotter ones, and it's going to be interesting. So go brush up on those videos and uh, subscribe. Make sure you follow this one so you can see when it comes out. It's going to be uh, yeah. It's going to be interesting. So you know I've seen these guys eat hot wings, and are you trying good. to say that I'm not? Who's who? You need to make your vote on who's going to bail out on the hot oh, sauce. Oh, that'll be interesting. See, who cries it first. ain't going to be me. Well, it's I'm the guy with the scarf, baby face down here <laughs> Done. at the end. Okay. All right. So while you're weighing in on who's going to wuss out, which is Eric, um, on the hot wings, uh, we're going to talk about something else. Yeah. So I took some clients out. We showed them a home. Okay. We went to an open house on a Tuesday. Okay. Mm -hmm. Amazing home. Perfectly set up. The kitchen was great. Had one of those like $5,000 fridges that had like a TV in it. I like those. Mm -hmm. Um, The... The husband loved the garage. It was a four car garage, had a deep freezer in there, had a garage refrigerator in there, had a mm-hmm. TV With set up. Stuff. Yeah, all great home. Okay, so the whole had smart thermostats, electronic deadbolts on the house, um, just a really good home. We went back, reviewed the home with my clients afterwards, and they took a day to think about it because it was up at the top of their budget. And we wrote an offer on Friday. Okay, so saw the open house on Tuesday, okay. thought about it Wednesday, Thursday, submitted the offer on Friday. With a response time of? Over the weekend. We got that contract accepted within our timeline okay. on Monday. Monday. On Monday. Monday. Perfect. Yep. So when does that contract become binding? Walk through on Tuesday, offer Friday, accepted Monday. Mm. Uh, I'd say when we viewed the place, right? Right, that's how it was shown. Well, and this all because this comes to a head because this is in our section that we're talking about tonight. The verbiage in the contract is the time of acceptance. acceptance. And that will become very important so, if something is changed between the time you saw the property on Tuesday, the offer was made on Friday, ah. and then let's say that they pack up everything, they haven't got any offers, right. they pack up everything and leave with that $5,000 fridge, and by the time you ex- they accept the offer on Monday, all they have in there is the $200 Frigidaire. Garage fridge. The garage the fridge stuff that's in, in there. Yeah. And that fridge is an inclusion. Yeah. So so, so what's included? Is it the $5,000 fridge? No, it is not. The refrigerator in the garage. Well, yeah. and then that's a good point because did the buyers, like, was that wrong? Or sorry, was the, was the sellers wrong in doing well, that? So like, were they at fault for, were they misleading? It depends because like really, yeah. really, really, you went through on Tuesday, you didn't write an offer till Friday. Maybe they gave up hope and they said, you know what? We thought the fridge and the Nest thermostat and mm-hmm. the ring doorbell and the 
whatever would make a difference, but apparently it doesn't. And that yeah. stuff's expensive. And we can't even get this fridge because I'm back order from China for yeah. four months. Yeah. So let's take it with us. Maybe they do a price reduction. You know, the, and all of these things, like they argue that the price reduction is what brought in the buyer, not these amenities. And so they're like, no, we're gonna we're gonna ditch these amenities. And so even if you saw the listing on Tuesday, right, mm -hmm. and all these things are included in the listing, they can change that listing. Or like, yeah, they can the even change listing. the listing after you present your offer. Yeah, well, and that comes back to right there of what's in the actual contract, twelve point right. one, right? Yeah. Well, right, well, not even twelve point one, just. 12. The, 12, the heading of it. it says seller agrees that except as provided in sections 12.5, which we'll get to that in a minute, from the date of acceptance until the date of closing, the following additional items apply. Yeah. So that term between acceptance and closing, that's the time that this contract governs. Mm -hmm. And that's when it is binding, right? That's when the contract is binding. So, and there's, so I want to, I want to bring up another story, actually, yeah. before we get too deep into this. Eric, you've got another story. Well, yeah, so right before this section, in section 11, you have a final inspection walkthrough. Yes, which is actually what we're talking about, but this is this is staging it. So you wrote the offer on Tuesday, you think everything's gonna be in there, they accepted it on Monday, there's changes made, and you've got it in your head that well, it's one way. And then say you waive the due diligence and you don't go do anything, because the house was Ooh, perfect. Yeah. It was built yeah, two was. years ago, <laughs> beautiful, okay? So you waive your due diligence so you can get the offer accepted. So that means you don't really have a right to go back into the home, the sellers can decline it. Um, so the next time you're in that home and you did a fast close, say a week, two weeks, okay? Yep. So you're like, oh, nothing's gonna be a big deal, these people seem great. You go and walk through the home the night before you sign papers, which we always, always we recommend. We recommend this, do this, do this, do okay? this. Yeah. And here's a great example of why. I have a friend agent who uh, mm. this exact same thing occurred to. They went through the final inspection. There wasn't a fridge in the kitchen. There was a fridge in the garage and the repsy just states refrigerator included. They didn't specify which refrigerator. He didn't even think about doing that. And the sellers went, well, he just says fridge. Let's take this one. Gone. <laughs> okay. So that was a bad on his part. I've yeah. had one personally where we go through the final inspection mm -hmm. and there's a hole in the wall this big. <laughs> so here's, here's the debate, right? So yeah. there was a China. It has a China hutch. Right in front yeah. of the hole. So. I'm pretty Where Bob pretty slammed rigid. his head into the sheetrock <laughs> and put a big hole there. We're calling this Bob's hole. Well, I, I like to think of it, this was also the same home where the very expensive curtains in the 10 foot ceilings mm. were not there anymore. And they have and to that, stay. And less listed on section 1.3, they're there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're included. So this is, this. More of the story makes me lean more to your way because it seems like there was covering up. But hmm. I say, by the due diligence, you should have done an inspection and said, are there any holes behind the furniture or behind the pictures? Is there anything we can't see? Or please pull everything away from the wall so our home inspector can mm -hmm. rip your home to shreds. So where are we at? The hole in the wall. The yeah. curtains are gone. Yes. The fridge is gone. Yep. What do you do? Well, those were three different situations because the fridge, they lost the fridge. Okay, because per the contract, per the contract, it, said it was, was written correctly. Yeah. The the buyers were not happy with the agent because that was the agent's job to 
understand how this contract That's why is you written. You get a good agent. Exactly. Yes. To understand how it's written and what is actually included and what's not included and how to specify correctly. Right. And the sellers stood their ground. They said, no, we've complied. You have no grounds. And we have huge questions of legal and ethical. Mm-hmm. And you can be completely legal while being completely unethical. This is so true. So if you like, yeah. crap, what are we going to do about that big hole in the wall? I don't want to repair it. I don't want to pay to repair it. Let's put the China hat hutch in front of it. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Solved. <laughs> and then we say, no, upon exactly. acceptance of the contract, the hole was there. It was here when you walked through. Yeah. It's been there. We're not repairing it. So what came, totally legal. What came of that story? Like, well, how did be- that story resolve? Before we, what do you guys think? Oh, yeah. Like, what do you, because this is an interesting one, and, and we're not really going to, we're going to answer this in the comments later. Uh, we want to hear what you guys think on how that plays out. Okay. Who repairs the hole? Who's who, cost? Who, exactly. That? Yeah, is that the buyer's cost? Is that the seller's cost? Now, I will go and say on the very expensive curtains that were in the house, mm-hmm. uh, we did the walkthrough, called the agent, said, hey, these aren't here. They're supposed to be. Well, my buyer, want, my sellers wanted them. I said, that's great. <laughs> so did my buyers. Yeah. Okay. These are beautiful 10 foot ceilings with amazing curtains. So they said, well, what would it take? I said, well, go price them out. <laughs> and uh, they had my clients price them out actually, which was amazing because yeah, they went to the good. most expensive website they could find that matched <laughs> it accordingly <laughs> and said, this is what they similar. And they provided pictures and we pr- provided, matched them on, you know, uh, the sellers paid, it was above $2,000. Wow, to, to replace all the window curtains. All the window curtains. Ooh. Well, and then the thing is, is like... And they did it. They did it because they were bound by contract. Right. Right. And and legal or ethical, like just to make it right, just put it in there. Yeah. If you If mm-hmm. you walk through and you love the fridge and you love the thermostat and you something, just make sure, like, this includes the the Samsung fridge with the touch... To- yeah, touch screen? T- touch screen, yeah. Well, and touch Tyler, screen. you have a good... You like this because it... What's uh, that wording that you say? The reason that you do that is where you're not trying to be rude, but you're. Yeah. So we're trying to avoid confusion. This happened on a transaction that we literally got under contract yesterday. Mm-hmm. And we and there was some confusion about what was included and what wasn't. And when it finally came down to it, there was a disagreement about from the buyer and seller what was included and what wasn't. So in my communication with the agent, uh, I went back and forth with him. I said, look, we want to avoid confusion. We don't want your sellers to be offended, but I also don't want my buyer to be confused about what is actually included. So for the sake of everyone here, let's be explicit about what is being included. Mm-hmm. This was two fridges, right? Yeah, there were two fridges, one yeah. in the garage and one downstairs. And in our case, um, like it was explicitly included, the one in the garage. And, and I this was back. from the listing. Yeah, this, this, this was going listing. on. Yeah, this is in here. And this was on a separate bill of sale. This wasn't in the contract. Yeah. Yes. Not in an addendum. Yeah, there's. we have a video on that. Go back and watch it. <laughs> so, that's a very good thing to watch. Um, anyway, so this is, this, but this highlights the reason we have section 11 of the real estate purchase contract, mm-hmm. which is do a final walkthrough. So let me put this question up there. When, when do you do the final walkthrough? Do you do it the day of settlement? This is debatable. Because like you've got seven calendar days, right? And if you think mm-hmm. something might change, you might want to do it sooner than the day before you have to move. Well, have, yeah. have communication with the sellers. Just mm-hmm. if they're already out of the house, great. Go yes. over and look. Yeah, go take a look. You know, hey, go find out. Explain to them. Like I said, base, just like what Tyler says. So there's no confusion. Mm-hmm. 
The stated objective of section 11 is to go through and verify that the house is in substantially similar condition as, as represented as re- yes. yeah, as, is as what represented. the contract says. And so that, that, yeah, that's where that hole comes in. The like, hole behind the chest. Were they representing the house? You let us know. Comment down below and, and tell us if that was representative or not. Uh, right, but the whole point is you want to verify. Now there's thing that can, so things can happen. What if they move out early and a freak rainstorm happens, like what happened to another client? That floods the basement. About. Floods the basement. Whose fault is that? Yeah. Uh, so don't add a chimney. Don't don't build don't rip a, out a wall. Don't add bedrooms. Yeah, don't, don't change, change your doors. Don't change the property. Don't okay. And the whole the final walkthrough is to make sure that the property has not been modified. But there is one thing that can change up into a point. So if there's like one upon acceptance, mm-hmm. all the appliances, all the everything that should mm-hmm. change the walls, change the doors, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Long term bookings that needs to stay the same. You know who's there. You're not gonna. Hopefully yeah, not there's a renter out. in the basement. Don't kick them out. Their their rental tenancy agreement supersedes the, the sale transaction. Yeah, but short term bookings mm-hmm. can actually be accepted up until the due diligence deadline. Mm-hmm. But then work out who's going to pay who for the what. Because it yeah. really sucked to have some family staying in your basement on a verbo, and the money going to the sellers. <laughs> so, what did we learn? Well, my key takeaway is that you need to make sure if at all possible, to do a final pre-settlement inspection of the property. It's important to remember, to avoid confusion, list everything out. If there's something you care about or you're particular to, write it down in the contract. Seller or buyer. Yeah, either way. Well, remember this contract is not binding until it's actually accepted, not when you viewed the property or even when you wrote it. Yeah, it's beautiful. Is this the fridge I got? No, this is the fridge you got. Make sure you do your final walkthroughs. If you want to get in touch with us, shoot us a text at 801-228-7687. Make sure you mention the show. You can email us at theutahrealestateshow at gmail.com. You can watch this show on YouTube and you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you learned something or if you really love this show, give us a like on YouTube and drop a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The Utah Real Estate Show is a production of Hive Collective at Presidio Real Estate with support from Security Home Mortgage. The NMLS number for Security Home Mortgage is 178787. The NMLS number for Jason Christiansen is 240472, Equal Housing Lender. Not only is this not legal or investment advice, but you should definitely talk to a pro before you make any real estate decision. Every situation is different and should be considered in context. Copyright Jason Christiansen, Eric Wist, and Tyler Kazare. All rights reserved. Talk to you next week. Okay, this entire time we've been videoing, he's made 11 words. So, yeah. You text like my grandma. I'm Tyler Cazare, Utah real estate agent. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. No. Yes, we are. (laughs) Oh my God. What was wrong with that? That was was perfect. You did not have (laughs) perfect. Now you have insubordination. Knucklehead. <laughs> issues with the house because the elders quorum helped to move out there's probably a few holes in the wall. <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay the stated objection of sec- uh, the objective sorry
The stated objective. <laughs> oh my gosh. What? You're in the wrong section. No. Oh, that's why I kept getting mixed up on that. I kept turning the page over and I was like, that's the wrong number. I'm not. Okay, you're good. You nut doodle? That's why I clapped. Nu- Wait, no, knucklehead. That's what you always call me. Knucklehead. Knucklehead. Okay. I actually teach a class on that. Back on it. Knucklehead? Knucklehead? Nice. Wait, who's talking? I don't know. I have no idea. Which is We're good. So, so what we learn? Well, you need... Okay. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs>